0: stars from Hollywood and from all over the world who entertain you on a giant screen with a few colorful motion pictures you've been hearing about
1: and we about. showtime, for Enjoy the show. We're delighted to have you with us. The are driving the theater. You'll find something to please you to add to your evening's enjoyment. It's pleased to bring you our Fifi feature Presentation. Alright, what's up guys? Uh, welcome, welcome to the show. We are here, it is Monday night. Wait, no it's not! It's Tuesday night! Psych, we got you! Trick or treat, or whatever, I don't know, um... Yeah, it's Tuesday night, it's 7 o'clock, this is not our normal time, but you're tuned into the drive-in speaker box anyway, because you're awesome. Uh, I'm your host, Bo, the Boom Operator. I'm Slick Doggy the Grip. And uh, we've actually been on Twitch for like the past half hour just chit-chatting with some more of our viewers uh, about just life. You know, so uh, if you want to if you want to get in on some of that stuff, always jump into our discord or you can get in over here on Twitch and you can get in the conversation. If you're listening to this in a podcast format, wherever you download podcasts, you can join in the live stream, usually on Monday nights. Uh, this is uh, obviously a one off because October 1st is crazy. Uh, you can find us on Fitch, uh, Fitch, Facebook and to you um, all of those things to boob, doob. But. Yes. What up? Movie Poop Shoot. Did you say Movie Poop Shoot?
0: Yeah, it's from Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. Moviepoopshoot.com. I think it's still a real website. It's like a
1: butthole for movies?
0: No, it's like a butt with film running out of it, and it's where people just take shits on movies. It's like for reviewers. Oh, it's like us. At the end of the movie, that's where Jay and Silent Bob go to beat everyone up that left bad reviews about uh, Jay and Silent Bob in the Blunt Man and Chronic thing. There you go. There you go.
1: Movie Poop Shoot. Well, uh, tonight we've got a, uh, you know, we're going to get the show going. We're going to talk about some movies. I didn't get a chance to see any new movies in theaters. I did see the 30th anniversary of Bram Stoker's Dracula in theater with deleted scenes. It's a fathom event. That's cool. It was cool. And the
0: next showing of that is this Thursday.
1: This Thursday, yes. Um, Never seen that on the big screen. I'll talk briefly about that later in the show. But you saw Black Adam.
0: I did. I watched the new uh, Rock DCEU film black adam and
1: uh we'll be talking about that too talk about it yeah. all right well uh before we get into that we'll just catch up in in, in the twitch comments uh, uh there's a a discord link request out there vince throwing that out in the chat thank you vince uh night alishley up there um out in the comments as well talking about is this a real show or the ghost show that we got the other week but you know we're really here we're not ghosts Uh, oh
0: we're turned on by itself Yeah, so weird so weird halloween spookums maybe something tragic happened to the two of us yesterday and that's why we're here doing this today and we are the ghost and this is the ghost show it'd be weird
1: we can right. haunt the building. Well, um yeah, um speaking of ghosts, we had we had one death in the uh in the Hollywood news. Um somebody that I wasn't as super uh, fam- uh familiar with, but okay. Leslie Jordan. Um, I mean, I wasn't like a huge Leslie Jordan fan, but died in a car crash uh, just yesterday, uh, age 67. Uh, apparently big on TikTok. Yeah, real big on TikTok. Um, My girlfriend watches him all the, all the time,
0: uh, and he was, he's famous for a meme. You know, the video of him where he goes, oh, Lord, I'm going to bust. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, Have you not seen that? I'm, I just, t- I don't TikTok,
1: man. I don't, that's not
0: a, I don't think it was a TikTok thing. What I, is it, it from? I don't know. Him making videos. Maybe it was a TikTok thing. I don't know. I don't I don't, I don't TikTok either.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm just,
0: China, that's how the Chinese get you, apparently, well, I'm told. I was, that and Alibaba.
1: Well, c- clearly, yeah. They, they fill you full of pizza vending yeah, machines. Up. Jack
0: Ma is just gonna get you i don't think he's in charge of alibaba anymore though
1: um but uh as as i was talking earlier before we went officially live with the show i was talking a furious apology over on uh twitch about just um social media how i'm just you know i'm kind of it it really wears me out like i don't do a whole lot of social media you know we have a driving speaker box instagram that i rarely update to but when you you know i have a personal instagram a driving speaker box instagram a pinpoint instagram a nightmare on block street instagram it's just like it's so much and it just like it wears you out dude at
0: one point in time i had three and i did not use any of them and now i forgot the login for one of them and i still don't use any of them yeah it's 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 a lot so Uh, i lost one of them with my old phone it makes me feel like an old person rip unused instagram i don't take pictures of anything I don't take pictures. I don't have the need to share photos of my life.
1: Well, I think that's the weird part, though, is to me it's like this weird narcissistic sort of like, who cares about this? But but for, for my business, obviously, I kind of have to. Yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah, I absolutely have to. Otherwise, you know, you customers, customers. that's the only way you can interact with them these days. That's
0: weird. The Instagram's the choice. I, if I have something, I'll post it on the other half of Meta. You know, I'll do it on uh, on Facebook. Like, look at me, i got my motorcycle back, y'all. And everyone's like...
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yep. There it is. Uh, but what else happened in the news? Do you have anything written on your piece of paper?
0: Uh, yeah, the only thing I had, because I had a whole big write-up ready for yesterday, and then yesterday didn't happen, and that got left behind at work. But one of the big things i saw is that the new secret star wars which according to the uh, the articles i was reading is they it kept J. saying jj abrams secret jj abrams adjacent damon Lindelof.
1: oh god uh, more but, of, the, the lost crew
0: yeah so it's um, his his secret star wars and all the articles kept saying the the long awaited return to the big screen what who's so, been waiting. We had to wait from 83 to 99 and then from it was 99 to 02 and 02 to 05 cuz Star Wars was only 3 years until the new ones. And then the new ones came out when when did when did, when did the shitty ones come oh, out in ep- the episode 1? No, w- no, the really oh, shitty the, oh, ones. The, Episodes the, uh 7, 8 and 9. Force
1: Awakens? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh Force Awakens was 2015. Okay,
0: so you had to wait from 05 to 15, only 10 years instead of 83 to 99, which was...
1: More than... Like, 16. Yeah, 16 yeah. years.
0: So, and then we've had, uh, since then, you, you've you had uh, Boba Fett and Mandalorian
1: TV shows. And what's that new one? Uh, Andor. Andor. Yeah,
0: you got the Andor show. Uh, you've had Star Wars CGI cartoons and movies in Rebels and Clone Wars of various forms. Uh, there was the Han Solo movie, uh, Rogue one or whatever the hell. What it's is this much. long-awaited return? I have no idea. But what they're saying now is that Damon Lindelof is writing, he's pinning the new <sighs> secret big one, not the other two movies that are in, in the works, but now the the Star Wars, and he brought on to direct it. They they brought in to direct uh, this lady, Charmaine Obij-Noi, who... Um, has done one real directing job of story-driven anything, which was two episodes of the Miss Marvel Disney Plus TV show. Cool. All of her other 15 directing credits are nothing but documentaries and four, like, uh, straight-to-video Pakistani animated movies. Or three of them were movies. One was a short. So she's done three low budget animated films one animated short a bunch of documentaries and one single story driven direct doc- a
1: star wars movie but
0: and everything in the articles is like yo star wars we're so excited about damon lindelof who definitely doesn't fuck things up in his bad writing uh he has lost that's cool and some and that's for-
1: how old forgotten
0: them? thing but the rest of what damon lindelof has wrote for those of you who oh, do you not know notes on this Cowboys and Aliens. Oh,
1: yeah. Awesome.
0: Uh, Prometheus, you know, the worst of the alien movies. Like, worse than Resurrection. Uh, Star Trek Into Darkness. Ooh. The worst Star Trek movie there is out of all of the Star Trek movies. Worse than The Motion Picture, which was a Pretty perfect rough. way to fall asleep. Uh, World War Z, which is uh. just held on high by so many i don't know why that movie's so bad and the watchman tv show on hbo which alan moore has recently been like no <laughs> did you read that like no
1: I, I i mean i i heard good things about that show but i never watched it mm, so, alan moore head. it like
0: i think last week was just like not my watchman <sighs> yeah he's like no
1: so uh, so obviously Star Wars is in great hands.
0: Yeah, and you know, the thing that got me thinking about that is that they pr- they they put this out, and after they talked to Lindelof like two years ago, and he goes, I might write Star Wars one day, maybe like a decade, where people won't blame me for ruining it, because, you know, uh, I'm way too close to Abrams, and people really hate his Star Wars and what he did to Star, or Star Wars. Star Trek. Both. But oh, did Star he? Wars specifically, because... Did Abrams write- do a Star Wars? Yeah, Abram's responsible for seven, oh, eight, and that's nine. That's right, God. And he handed
1: eight over. How did I? To, I guess I just like like sort of PTSD blocked a lot yeah. of that out of my performance. No, he handed
0: eight over to Ryan Johnson, and Ryan Johnson's like, What if Luke sucks and we turn this bitch into anime? And everyone's okay. like, I what guess. if we don't? And he's like, too late, did it. And, uh, did, we're done, did it. We're straying from Abrams' story that he threw on the wall and left open-ended with no plans on how this ends, and then Abrams tried to clean it up. He's like, oh, the Emperor's back, and he's clones, and all that stuff set up in the last two movies don't matter.
1: You want this, don't you? Yeah, you yeah. want this sequel.
0: So Lindelof said he'd take 10 years to do it. Well, it turns out not not going to be 10 years. And the thing that got me thinking about is that when Lucas did Star Wars That Matters, When we had episodes four, five, and six, when he was like, you know, I'm going to hand the reins off to someone else. The person he chose was Irvin Kershner. He was a man that had 30 years of experience in the industry. He was a cinematographer. He was a uh, a director, uh, a producer. He he had done everything. Uh, He had worked with huge stars and big productions. Uh, I had a whole list of all this written down. If you can think of like a who's who of the 50s through the 70s of big actors, like he worked with them. Uh, Richard Harris and uh, Charles Bronson and Donald Sutherland and uh, Elliot Gould. And I had like 50 names written down. They should have all been
1: in Star Wars.
0: They should have. And I think Elliot Gould almost was. Mm. Uh, Just like Tom Selleck was almost. Uh Han Solo, which would have been sick. Um, would have been
1: something. It would have been mm-hmm. sick. But he he was the Millennium like Millennium Falcon being all like <laughs> And then like yeah, he rolls out with like You know I need that. Chubby shorts.
0: You know I need that.
1: Well, fun fact about Harrison Ford and Tom and Selleck. like Chewie's falling behind in a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, huh. Chewie's... Uh, 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 TK. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, uh,
0: Harrison Ford and and, and, and Tom Selleck. Um, Chip and Dale, man. There you go. But so he handed off to Kirshner, and Kirshner made Empire Strikes Back, which is like one of the best movies to have ever been made ever and everyone remembers what's the first thing you think about when you think star wars vader and luke mm-hmm. in cloud city that was Kirchner. he handed off to someone who knew what he was doing in in movies and he he made it happen he wrote the story himself because he knew where he wanted it and in a he, he basic star wars was a fantasy action adventure space opera everything based on Myths and, and fairy tales. It a Kurosawa and, movie in space. And and samurai films and uh, Shakespeare, and it was all rolled into one. Everything that Lucas saw that worked and inspired him, he rolled into a thing and made it work, and then he handed it to people who also knew how to make it work, because after that, they got Richard Marquand who... Uh, also had done a lot of documentaries, but had proven himself with some big stars and some some thrillers and horror movies and stuff like that. And he did Jedi and Return of the Jedi is pretty okay too, not so bad, you know. And then now you you get Lindelof who's like, I wrote Cowboys and Aliens. Cowboys and Aliens, and they're like, and, and we're gonna Disney get, likes me, yeah, and we're gonna get this lady who's done two. Two full episodes
1: of a show that everyone of a tv show that
0: is panned and disney's like i'm seeing dollars so um more shit star wars headed your way one day and i forgot the rest of the news because that that just really uh, there was a time when i liked and was passionate about star wars and uh that time has passed yeah uh episode two and then disney ruined that
1: well it's you know what's weird though is and it it all happened in a relatively quick time because i remember when i first heard the news of star wars galaxies uh to be planned and built at disney world right and i was like when i first heard that news i was amped because at that point in time i was still like yo star wars is dope Mm -hmm. and in the time that, that that it has fully come to life I could care absolutely less about going to Star Wars Galaxies oh yeah there's no way I mean I just they they have ruined it for me so hard $500 to make a lightsaber that you could also buy at Walmart yeah and it's just it has been ruined so absolutely hard for me that I I just I just don't care I and mean, if,
0: and if you're going to that corner of the world in Florida, and you're going to suffer through Florida weather and, and meeting Florida man and seeing meth addicts and getting food poisoning from Florida eat, trooper eating the wrong boiled peanuts, which if you do go to Florida, get some boiled peanuts. Just careful where you get them from because they're so good. They are pretty good. Uh, but if you're gonna go there, why waste your time going to Star Wars when you can go to Universal and hit up Hogwarts?
1: yeah dude because let me tell you harry potter world at universal studios or the wizarding world is
0: sick i've heard nothing but good things about it and everyone's like man wizarding world is the titties it is super fun and And i
1: I haven't been back since the whole diagon alley section oh snap everything i gotta go back
0: galaxy's edge is like oh it's five thousand dollars for a lightsaber that doesn't do anything um the rides are boring And if you want to stay on the space cruiser, it's $12 billion uh, for a night and a half. But there's a ride. But hey, dude, you love Star Wars, don't you? Remember? Yeah, Yeah, you can go on a bumper
1: car ride. You love lightsabers, and we know it. Yeah. And now we own lightsabers, and you got to get them from us.
0: Yeah. Uh, talking about cool and good movies, uh, not Star Wars. Furious apology says embarrassed that I have not seen a Kurosawa. Kurosawa, film yet. I
1: saw that comment. Yeah, what? yeah,
0: you, yeah, you need to fix it. There's so many good Kurosawa films. Actually, I, I just picked up this little notebook um,
1: of Kurosawa films.
0: No, uh, Ash and I both were at the store, and there was like two thousand questions about me, and we're like, "Oh, that'll be a fun couples thing to do. Like, get the uh, get the book and write." Um, Answer the questions and read each other's questions or whatever. And one of the things about it was like favorite black and white film and uh, Seven Samurai, no, no Jimbo S- Stalik seventeen. But there was another question, okay. <laughs> kind of the same thing. I thought
1: it was going to be Kurosawa. Really
0: no, good. but it was like d- favorite director and film of theirs. And so what I what I thought about it really hard I was like, well, who's my favorite director? And I put Kurosawa and uh, uh, Kagemusha
1: kagemusha is pretty awesome yeah i mean honestly i would say one of the easiest if you're wanting to start with kurosawa one of the yo easiest jimbo. yeah yo jimbo like that is an easy just pop in watch it it's been remade so many times most um, notably fistful of no fist, no, yeah, no yeah fistful, yeah, of, fistful dollars. of dollars yeah, yeah. Fistful
0: of Dollars, A Few Dollars More, and Good, Man, Ugly. The Man with No Name trilogy, which is all based
1: on... Yojimbo, Sanjiro, and the other one, Jero. Uh,
0: well, those are the only two big ones. Mm-hmm. There's other times where the Yojimbo character appeared, like Incident at Blood Pass, which is not a Kurosawa movie, and Yojimbo meets Zatoichi, which is it's the titties. A,
1: it's, it's awesome, but it's yeah, it's so not a good. Kurosawa movie. Yeah, but... I the, mean, it, Zatoichi movies are awesome just period. Yeah. Uh, Zatoichi, the blind swordsman, dude, that'd be a but, great Halloween costume. Oh, it would
0: be. Uh, you would do. You would do the. Uh, the uh, Shut up! I know what you're going to you say. You would do the blonde version. The,
1: well, the Takeshi
0: Kitano. Yeah. yeah. Where he opens his eyes at the end, he has superpowers, and he was just pretending he the whole doesn't.
1: time. He doesn't. It just opens his eyes. That's all he does. He, he had, had super
0: superpowers he the whole didn't time. Because he opens his eyes, and then it goes into like we light speed. No, he turns into like a monster. No, thing. he just. Killed all those people. <laughs> uh, Kurosawa movies, though. Yojimbo's really good. Uh, Seven Samurai is probably the most cliche one to toss out there. Um, uh, Throne of Blood is really good. Um, Ron. Ron. Yeah, someone good. said uh, Rashomon. Yeah. In oh, Piers apology has seen Rashomon. You've seen a Kurosawa movie? There you go.
1: They're very good. Uh, and 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 what's the Star Wars one? Um, um, the one that Hidden Fortress. R- R2-D2
0: and C-3PO came yeah. from?
1: Hidden yeah. Fortress. So there you go. If you want to watch proto-Star Wars, watch uh, Hidden Fortress.
0: Fun fact about the word Jedi, it comes from the word Jedi, as in Jedi Geki, which means period dramas, which are what samurai films are. Boom. There you go. Movie stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: What else in the news? We don't have a whole lot of time. You want to just jump into reviews real quick? There's a
0: bunch of trailers. There's a lot of trailers. I I wrote a bunch of them down. Well,
1: Vince was saying he wants a no Potter, Marvel, or Star Wars show one day. And uh, if if you want a show that we're only talking about movies in the past, we can do that. (laughs) Um, Because all movies now forever and for the foreseeable future... Are going to be in some sort of fucking universe that it, that makes our souls hurt. Uh,
0: Disney has too strong of a hold in the. It'll be an
1: all DC show. In the
0: in the cinema world, where they have too many properties that span too much, and they're always riding the hype train uh, that takes over movie everything. Uh, with the purchase of Fox, with the purchase of Lucasfilm, with the um, integration of where movies are now going on streaming I mean, technically
1: doesn't Disney also own or Buena Vista Home Entertainment own Miramax and Fox. had Miramax Probably. Fox they bought uh, them up Disney you know uh, well, Hulu, Hulu where it's just, like
0: movies like Hellraiser went uh, i mean it's it, it, You can't get away from Disney. So the Marvel thing is just ingrained in it. Like the Ant-Man trailer came out and is a big deal. Apparently, uh, they just skipped over World War Hulk in in the Marvel, uh, in She-Hulk or whatever. And Hulk's like, hey, I was going on that planet that's just savage as all hell. Uh, Here's my kid, Scar. He definitely doesn't hold a grudge against anyone. He's not going to murder anybody. And I didn't come back to conquer Earth. So
1: Yeah. It's like I came back to offer everybody tacos because everybody
0: loves Hulk. Yeah, the most and exciting thing in comics and 20 years. They're literally like, one of the best it.
1: comic book storylines to you, seriously. It Planet got, Hulk and World War Hulk. And it it was got me so reading good. comics again. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, comics are stupid. I'm a grown up. And then Planet Hulk happened. And I was like, oh, this is so sick. Because mm-hmm. that was where I got introduced to Beta Ray Bill. And um, what he was in Planet Hulk. For like a minute, where he gets thumped on, yeah, and I was like, "Who's this character?" And oh, uh, you didn't know about Beta Ray I didn't back know about Nineties, oh no, man, Baderi, Bill pretty cool. Uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, they, I can't, you know, just, just screw it, man. Like, I, 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 don't care. I don't. I'm, I'm over these comic book movies. I'm over these Marvel movies. We don't I,
0: like them, but we, I mean, we talk about we movies, have to. and you have to. And then the thing about Harry Potter is uh, there's that big game coming out the uh, um, Hogwarts game that actually looks really cool uh, you have things in the news like Ralph Fiennes was like hey leave J.K. Rowling alone <laughs> <laughs> he,
1: Chris, Chris crocker did. it yeah
0: yeah he really did uh, which the trailer for the menu came out that was the thing that I saw that Yeah, the yeah, menu's actually coming pretty good. out pretty
1: soon I've seen the trailer a bunch I, uh, I,
0: I do I feel like Anya Taylor-Joy's in way too many movies though uh hey gotta make a paycheck yeah but she's in
1: like every movie um but it looks pretty good yeah i'm it gonna see it good. john leguizamo dude oh yeah he's back he's like in a bunch of stuff right now he's yeah. in the uh f- uh santa Viol- violent night mm. um oh the one with uh
0: david david harbor is mm-hmm, uh as santa claus yeah like that one looks good
1: beating up some people
0: yeah the menu is like a thriller comedy mm-hmm. it looks I, it looks good i want to see i want to see it um but what was the other thing? No Marvel, no Potter. Uh, Harry Potter's just too, there's too many Star Wars. F- famous people involved in it, actor-wise, director-wise, things like that, to avoid Harry Potter for too long. And uh, Star Wars, Disney's flooding the world with it too often, too, because every time you turn around, they're like, don't forget about Star
1: Wars, dude. We spent way too much money on this. We yeah. need to make sure it makes its money back. Um, yeah, I don't know uh seriously though guys i'm not a comic book and i love that Watchmen show Um, well and
0: that's fine i'm just saying the man that invented and came up with watchmen and had the whole vision behind what it was and what it meant hates everything
1: about what they're doing with it and I, i i wonder though if you know i think that that's where the the whole sort of fork in the road comes with the the camps of these disney movies these marvel movies you know, people that, that that are somewhat familiar with how good these original storylines are versus people who have no clue and go to the theater and go, dude, I saw Chris Hemsworth butt cheeks get blown off by the dude in 300 and it was awesome. And like they're like, yes, that is a comic book movie for me. And then um, you know they, they then there's these two camps. of are going going, but but Booter Ray Bill's cool, and they ignored the Hulk. And in 1994, when this old freaking nerd butt got introduced, and I,
0: yeah, I think the fact that you're not like a comic guy is probably why you're able to enjoy things like that, um, and, and that's fine. Um, you know, I mean, they make these things for new audiences. They don't care about people that care about the source material a lot of time they don't care about the source material like amazon they're like lord of the rings source material what if we said fie on that <laughs> and just yeah. uh went a uh, totally opposite direction here because screw you guys um you know did you finish
1: rings of power i haven't even started oh i finished I didn't it put
0: five seconds of of, of
1: my oh, time i into finished it. it it's all it's just the
0: as soon as they said That they were so proud that they ignored everything J.R.R. Tolkien set up. I was like, why when I watched
1: this? (laughs) We're so proud we ignored the source material. Because
0: since I was a child, I loved The Hobbit. And I made myself read Lord of the Rings as difficult and wordy as they were to get through. Uh, But I love The Hobbit to no end. And I like Lord of the Rings movies. Lord of the Rings movies, fantastic. The books, a little more difficult to get through uh but I, I liked those and as soon as they said yeah the,
1: the hobbit was one of the uh, you know I, re- I remember reading that as a child and again similar it's like i mean i was young and it's not a super complicated book for an adult but for like a kid in in single digit grade school mm-hmm. you're just like i know this is cool and i'm trying to read this and like getting into it and then they had the cartoon version which was like oh sick yeah the i know hobbit what this is. is so good um but yeah, <laughs> as Vince said, solid choice to make three movies out of The Hobbit.
0: Well, that was nobody but the studio and producers on that, because even uh, even mm. Noel, uh, what's his name, director guy. Peter Jackson? Yeah, Peter Jackson. He was like, I guess I'll do two. And they're like, no, more. Give us more. It has to be three.
1: They did the whole shredded cheese, uh, more, more.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah. they did the, the crappy Star Wars uh Darth Boy thing. Um where where you, you had to have More. make it three. Yeah.
1: Make it four, make it seven.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh man. It Honestly, should have been one film because it would it, have made a good one film. A and, one
1: three-hour-long movie would have been amazing. But
0: instead, they brought in elements of other books and invented new things and created characters that never existed, so that they can do things and like. And what if Radagast just has a whole bunch of stuff to do? And everyone's like, "Who the hell's Radagast?" It's like, dude with
1: poop on him.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's the Brown Wizard, he's brown the, like the poo poo
1: that he's the, covered in. The Poopish Tar. Yeah. Uh, he lives in the mud. Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know. Like- Ishtar. More like Shitstar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he definitely covered an ish, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he is the ish. Yeah. Oh man. I don't know. Like I just wanted to see smog. Like Not that's all. My I mean. R.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, dude. <laughs>
1: oh that's the nerdiest well and smog bit.
0: the whole smog thing would have been a lot cooler if uh the dude with the black arrow instead of it being a fucking ballista the size of a car launched at him because in in the books it's like he reached into his quiver he grabbed the black arrow and he was and, like
1: such a good shot
0: yeah and he's like no dog and then just like murked smog out but in the movie, he's like, he shot a Hand at me, me him. another ten-foot <laughs> arrow."
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And think about those ballistas, they're not precision instruments.
0: Yeah, plus the entire town is floating, which was real dumb. And it was just falling into the lake as it was burning and crumbling apart. And, of course, there was some evil dude there that wasn't necessary at all with his bad teeth. And the only thing that stayed standing was the tower that, that dickweeds in to shoot the ballista. And they're like, yay, he's king of the melted floating town. Dumb. That's not movie news at all.
1: But. Rings of Powers on Amazon Prime. Oh, that's now. how we got on there. Yeah, that. there we go. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, um, let's talk about movies that are coming out in theaters this weekend. Let's review some movies and let's do the box office. Because we only got 30 minutes left. So um, let's do this <laughs> upcoming movie this week. Probably only one that's going to be in. Uh, theaters everywhere, and it is Pray for the Devil. It is Halloween weekend, so we get a horror movie at the box office. Duh. So, Pray for the Devil. You've seen the trailers. It's rated PG-13, which seems a little odd considering it's a uh, movie about demonic possession, and I think rated PG-13. The trailer looks super spooky. It's like you know it's all the classic like possession trailer bits where there's a little girl that's like and her arms and legs do this you know you've seen it in every movie and then you know there's the 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 eyes that close and then open back up and they're all like demonized and they're like i know who you are and then they you know which normal demonic possession they start like cussing a lot but since it's pg-13 they can't so you heckin mother fragger and i don't know they talk like lobo yeah heckin mother fragger but uh yeah it just it just looks like another demonic possession movie and i mean i think it could have been like super creepy if it had an r uh, uh, an r rating on it but it doesn't and it's you know uh a nun performance it's like the first nun to ever be uh, um an exorcist because you know it's it's a, it's a boy dominated thing and she comes in's like but check me out and uh, there's demons and they get exorcised I guess um, pretty pretty cut and paste you've seen it a million times like there's a thousand flavors of this movie uh, mm. you know it is doing absolutely nothing new with the genre uh, I mean. Demonic possession genre is already a very tired, tired uh, style. Like you know, you've you've got The Exorcist, which really set the bar, and then throughout the years there has been some that have come and come and gone, and you know, some did it a little bit better than others. You know, I thought that. Um, Things like Ninth Gate were really a kind of cool twist on, you know, biblical horror Uh, and even something like Constantine, which we're getting a sequel to, you know, biblical horror was about the return of the Antichrist. Um, But just, you know, kids getting possessed and, you know, exorcisms. You got to do something really different for it to uh, get interesting to me. And then, you know, the Conjuring verse, which they the Conjure verse, they really call it that. Um, that's all about, you know, exorcism, even though it's based on real people who are famous scam artists. Uh, so none of that stuff was, was real.
0: And they're getting another one of those. Velvet uh, Santa days. points out end of days, at least end of days. While it didn't do good at the box office at all, it did something different. And it was had cre- Arnold
1: Schwarzenegger shooting Satan with a shotgun. Yeah,
0: but that movie was creepy yeah, as hell. At the same kinda, time, like when I was a kid, I was like, I am not okay with this. I don't like what I'm
1: what I'm watching here. It ages well. Yeah, so I uh,
0: think it's probably gotten like you look back at it like actually it was better than what people gave it credit for kind of thing. And at least it's a little different. Uh, but yeah, dude, Exorcist. It had uh, uh um what's his face dude the King from Conan, Brewmeister Smith, um. Uh, he was he was the man that they cloned dread from
1: in the in the movie Max von Sydow Yeah Where's he? What's Isn't he, in? he in the exorcist? He's like the Oh, I thought okay, I thought we were talking about new movies. No like, man. Max.
0: now yeah. no, RIP RIP Max von Sydow. Yeah. He rules. His last movie was a shitty Star Wars and that sucks for him.
1: Um there comes a time where the jewels lack their luster yeah. and the only thing a king wants is the love of his son or whatever he says something something, something.
0: That i don't know it gives Conan the riches and, and hires him to be badasses
1: max one side of rules lacks their luster yeah oh, such, oh so cool um yeah so anyway pray for the devil coming out in theaters it's a spooky movie it'll make it'll make plenty of money it's halloween weekend we got halloween ends out there we got pray for the devil people are gonna go out and go get spookums Zone. Vince asks The Omen or The Exorcist? Uh, Omen better than The Exorcist. Which Thost. Omen? The newest one? Okay, that's a hot take. Um, because they're very different films. Um, I th- He says OG for mm-hmm. both. Very, very different films. I think for just scary horror, um, The Exorcist is going to win, hands down. For storytelling... The Omen is way better. Oh, um, see,
0: I would, I would think the Omen is more creepy because it does the story. That's bit. what I'm saying. That's yeah.
1: what I like about it. I think the the Omen has a way stronger story because you Exorcist
0: know, has special effects, which makes it.
1: Yeah, I think the Exorcist is a, is a, a better scary movie, but the Omen is a better movie. Um, if that if that makes see, sense, so I agree.
0: Yeah, but Omen's more scary to me because it's like it's in there, you know. Exorcist is right here.
1: Yeah. It's all, but I, I think like if you're, if you're, if people are going in front of a bonfire and want to watch a scary movie and the choices are Exorcist or Omen, the Exorcist is going to be the better pick. But sure. if you're at home eating popcorn and want to get spooked out and get like into it, mm-hmm. Omen is the one to yeah. watch.
0: Well, and all y'all like to give me a hard time about not like horror movie stuff, but if you look at the ones that I say I do like, they're the ones with the special effects and, and action and whatever. I don't like the ones like Omen where it gets, gets in here where you're like I don't know cause that little kid is cr- creepy as hell that's
1: what I'm he probably was the antichrist uh, anyway <laughs> pray for the devil in theaters right now um, let's see uh, I'll give a brief overview of my experience with Fathom Events Dracula uh, you went and saw that which I was so looking forward to it's the only movie I've really gotten a chance to see in theaters uh, this month because of everything going on in my life with Nightmare on Block Street um which is going on right now. It is our Fossil Cove Halloween Pint Night Tournament. Uh, It's happening in 15 minutes. So uh, when I'm done here, I'm gonna get down there and get that underway. Um, But Dracula, 1992, Francis Ford Coppola, uh, Gary Oldman, Winona Ryder, Anthony Hopkins, Keanu Reeves, and other people in this movie uh, that are great it's uh vince's bo's bite sponsored by dracula i had a hamburger with french fries and mozzarella sticks and a large coke zero so uh it's quite a meal because i was starving i only eat like one meal it was like the the only time i had to sit down when the movie let out it was quite a diarrhea (laughs) it was i didn't finish all the cheese sticks couldn't make it but so you know a lot of people give Bram Stoker's Dracula a bad rap because they're just like, oh, Keanu, Reeves. Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder's performances were so lame and so blah, blah. And it's like, you know, at the time, they were up-and-comers. You know, Winona Ryder was fresh on a high. That's how she actually got this movie in front of Francis Ford Coppola. She had been working on a lot of big projects. Her name was out there. And Keanu Reeves was still this kind of new new kid on the block. Um, and, they, you know, this was a big – people forget that this was a big Hollywood – big-budget Hollywood movie they even made a pinball machine over this This was this was supposed to be a blockbuster but it got handed in, in, in in the hands of Francis Ford Coppola which is kind of interesting because he's not a blockbuster director so it's kind of one of the few blockbuster art films that exist and if you watch it like an art film You will be incredibly impressed by this movie's ability to borrow Hollywood blockbuster tactics and make it marketable to an audience like, you know, a worldwide, you know, forever audience, um, but still very much making an art film. Because one of the things a lot of people don't realize about this movie is almost all the effects that you see on screen are in-camera effects. Not many post things. I mean...
0: And Gary Oldman is like a method actor, and he's in it all the magic stuff he does that's actually yep. him real he levitates magic. He, he transforms magics. well um that's
1: his real hair it's yeah. his real hair uh you know but the, i mean talk about performances though gary oldman and anthony hopkins it i think and that's one of the reasons people really kind of point out the winona Ryder and keanu reeves performances because you're looking at dudes that are at the pinnacle of of acting chops right versus these two relatively young new stars that are that are you know starting their careers off and it, it's just night and day the acting ability between these two but seeing it on the big screen was was really cool because there's so many details that you don't catch when you're watching it on TV and you know going back to all those in-camera effects that you don't really appreciate and you don't really notice you know scenes where there's there's overlays and there's like eyes in the cloud while he's like going through this ch- choo-choo train in the background and blah 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 and if you look at the behind the scenes footage of this and you see all the like mirrors and reverse things and strings and projections and all the stuff that they're doing to try and get this to look cool through the camera it's freaking incredible mm-hmm. and the, the 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 makeup effects the music oh my god Wojciech Kilar's score in a Dolby surround sound environment was just uh, like the hair on your arms would stand up like it it was incredible um and and i just had a blast watching this movie and a lot of the extended scenes that were cut from the 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 original release i did you know uh I, i was able to pick a lot of those out because they were the more artsy sort of um uh establishing shots so there was a lot of like chasing scenes and there was a scene with renfield with bugs and it was like all this almost like brothers quay style not quite stop motion, but where uh, if you're familiar with Brothers Quay, it's they use a lot of like real footage with stop motion footage and puppetry and and whatnot. Um, but like almost like 1990s MTV, um, 120 minutes like intro, you know where it's all grungy and like quick cuts and and rapid fire uh, 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 effects. It, it, it really added to the sort of cerebral chaos of this story. And, uh it's it's man I'm so glad I got to see this in theaters it was it was such a treat such such a treat to 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 catch this uh, on the big screen and I do own the pinball machine which um I, I took my friend my friend John uh who uh, helps me repair and restore pinball machines over at pinpoint he'd never seen this movie ever hmm. and this was his first time seeing it and like leaving the theater he was like damn that was pretty good there you go like,
0: whoa whoa.
1: He goes Mina, See Me. And he has like really long hair anyway. He wants to be Gary Oldman Dracula now. He's like he <laughs> wants the ro- the the like the dragon armor that he has and like the mustache. Tell him to get the head hair no he wants the long like the curly because he's got long hair tell him uh, to
0: get the cool boy mustache and like the the
1: yeah that's what i wanted him yeah. to do uh vince says i don't know why but dracula and interviews the vampire get mixed in my head sometimes i mean night and day movies they both um, have dudes wearing cool sunglasses they do with sharp teeth um and you know i was reading an article uh, just today when i was getting ready for the show um and somebody was reviewing because bram stoker's dracula is back in fathom events and they were just like well it devi apparently it deviates from the book and i'm like this movie came out in 92 is this your first time like of course it deviates from the book i mean the book is a difficult book Um, and i mean while it's a great book it's not an exciting book and so they added a lot of the love story uh, between Dracula and Mina, and made Dracula sort of more of a tra- a tragic antihero in 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 the Bram Stokers uh, the the Francis Ford Coppola film, which I think works really well. And that portrayal in that movie has has kind of continued on in um, other other representations of the character of Dracula as as he being more of a a, a tragic a uh, person who is not really enjoying being immortal and, and is missing something, but just kind of dealing with this punishment. That's,
0: like Velvet Santa pointed out, Dracula Dead and Loving It with Leslie Nielsen.
1: That's all. Awesome. That's, that's a good one, too. That is a good one. Uh, a classic retelling of the Bram Stokers. But uh, anyway, I, I had a great time. I highly recommend it. There's another showing this Thursday. Check it out. Perfect for Halloween. So, Black Adam, coming up next. There you go. Yep.
0: Yeah. Or... Yeah, if you feel uh, more in the mood for a modern-day blockbuster, uh, coming at you from Warner Brothers, the new DCEU film that changes everything. But does got uh, uh, Maybe? I don't know. It has the, uh, the rock-led Black Adam, or Teth Adam, uh, a- as he's constantly called until the end credits, where they decide to uh, Why? give him Is the... Why Teth the...
1: like a word for black? And no, no, that's really like, like his
0: name. You know, that's just his name from when he was alive 5,000 years ago. Um, so, you know, the the movie opens up in a uh, modern-day version of the uh, country that Teth Adam uh, was from. And these people are trying to find Eternium. You know, the, uh, the, the... Is that where
1: He-Man's from?
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's from inside the blue crystals they dig up. Uh, and the whole thing is just orco magic kind of a thing.
1: You know, Eternium.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're trying to find it, and and um, the there's a so this this country's constantly been taken over for all of the five thousand years of history by people trying to um, obtain the the crown of Eternium that was made, the evil crown that brings demons and demonic power to you uh, that was was lost to history along with um, you know the the hero Shazam that came about to end the uh, tyranny of the leader who crafted the crown. And uh, these there's people that are struggling to find the crown uh, because one of them, you know, she, she teaches at the local university in this down-and-out and downtrodden country that has all of this super technology that can only be generated from the power of the blue crystals uh, in use by these... Um, mercenaries but she knows where the the crown is and so her and her little ragtag group uh you know her son her her overweight brother her goofy friend who asks too many questions and, and the uh the guy that likes to sleep in the in the passenger seat they have to go into the desert and find the crown before the mercenaries do of course they they find the crown in a cave and and one of them is is a traitor. Uh, and once his betrayal is known to the group, she speaks the words uh, that bring to life Black Adam, uh, the word of Shazam. And he comes from his 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 tomb, where he is next to the crown, where they're both buried, uh, and then just starts murdering people. and it gets good. Well.
1: So I'm really confused because every single review I've read of this is saying that it's an unwatchable, steaming pile of garbage. Now,
0: that's been a big point of contention ever since the movie was first released is that every type of critic or reviewer has said that they absolutely hate it. Yeah. But every person that's been in the audience that's just a normal moviegoer has said that they absolutely love it. And, uh, I mean, there's definitely a lot of dumb things in it. You know, I mean, there's... The the movie's not perfect, but it is fun. And Maybe
1: is it just because you're in love with Dwayne Johnson? No,
0: but anytime The Rock is on screen, it's Fun,
1: I get feelings that no, no can't no. explain. Be- because
0: the whole thing is there's a dumb kid, and of course you have to follow the dumb kid, and he just wants to talk and talk so and like talk. Like last
1: action hero. Yeah,
0: and, and ruin everything. You know, he gets captured, he tells the bad guy exactly where everything is and what the plan is, and tries to, to give it all up because he's a dumb idiot. And, um, you know, uh, Black Adam, meanwhile, is just every time he's on screen, he's like, that a bad guy? You're dead. You're dead. Murdered. Thrown. Killed. I hate bad guys. And the entire country immediately is like, this is our dude. This is our hero. There's a statue of him. He is saving us. This man is amazing. And and meanwhile, the Justice Society is assembled, uh, which is Hawkman. Who is
1: the a stupid hawk person?
0: No, he's worse than that because you mentioned your dislike of Hawkman last time. Now, real Hawkman—be him, be he, Phanagarian or Egyptian magic possessed uh, man. Either of those versions is fine. That's cool. That's comic book. I like is that kind of thing.
1: Just dude with wings and a. This hammer?
0: is DC Iron Man. He's rich. He has a, a Wayne Manor in Louisiana. His uh, jet, his stealth jet, comes out of the ground just like the X Men jet. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: and it's made entirely of Inth metal. So they brought in Inth metal, which is really cool. That's a DC thing. That's a lot of fun, uh, and that explains how he has his uh, Hawkman his Thor suit and and hammer that can turn into an axe and and spiky ball and all the things that it does. They don't explain that, but Inth metal is the explanation. But Hawkman is not. Possessed by an Egyptian spirit. He's not a Thanagarian. He's a rich dude that has nth metal, and therefore he's the Iron Man slash Professor X, I guess, of DC. And that yeah. part's really stupid. It's very stupid. He the big call, question, how is Pierce Brosnan? So he calls in his buddy, Dr. Fate, okay, and the two newbies of Cyclone, which is the dumbest addition to any team. They're like, she's a really smart girl, and she has nanobots, so she throws wind at things. And it's like... Well, that's gonna come in handy uh, it doesn't but they they're like look how cool the effects are when her hair is down and she spins very dumb uh, and then they're like an atom smasher and instead of being a really cool Adam smasher which um, there there is an actor that makes an appearance as the original Adam smasher uh, talking to his nephew who's the new Adam smasher which is fun so I won't I won't ruin that uh, but the new Adam smasher is just a, a teenager that's like, you got anything to eat? I grow big and I break things. And the Cyclone girl's like, ha you're cute and stuff. He's like, you're cute and stuff. And that's the whole movie between the two of them. But the, the job of these four members that comprise the Justice Society, which you don't get Wildcat, you don't get um the justice girl whatever her uh, liberty whatever you don't get like red tornado or the real cyclone you don't get uh mr terrific which would have been amazing
1: yeah that would have been cool.
0: why did you not bring in mr terrific or someone cool like that uh instead who you get is just who's on the poster you get um, iron man hawkman doctor fate which you asked how he is Pierce Brosnan, outside of Dwayne Johnson, is the best part of the movie. Okay, good. Those are the two best parts. It's the only reason I wanted to see this movie. Uh, Pierce Brosnan and Dwayne Johnson are the movie. They carry the movie. The rest of it, you can disregard. Dr. Fate they, is kind of awesome. They try to focus too hard on Hawkman, and they make Hawkman the leader. And should have been Dr. Fate. The whole It should have been Dr. It Fate. It should always be Dr. Fate. And the whole thing is... Uh, 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 what's her name? The, the, the chick that...
1: Did he go crazy? Like, was, no.
0: Doctor Fate doesn't get to do any of the Doctor Fate things shit. like that. No, but he does. He has his magic and and, and time. And because the and, cool thing about Doctor Fate is like, him, The helmet is the helmet, driving him. It pos- yeah. They say it possesses him, but it's him the whole time. He oh. has control, which is which is dumb.
1: Because I wanted to see some. Because like Doctor Fate is so cool. Because at any given moment what if that helmet just decides that, well, humanity is fucked? Yeah, and... so
0: Velvet Santa's bringing up good stuff, too. Alan Scott Green Lantern would have been amazing. Uh, Blue Beetle or Booster Gold would have been really cool. The Atom would have been dank memes. Uh, Any one Justice Society that was, like, real Justice Society would have been a lot of fun. Uh, they take that away from you. Um, Dr. Fate's the closest one to it. He is the best part of it. But, but the whole thing is um, the lady that controls... Everything in DC, the one from Suicide Squad. Uh,
1: oh yeah, the she she's she's, she's
0: thick and in, in yeah, the comics. In the I comics, she's thick. In, in, I can't think of her name right yeah, now. Yeah, I can't think of her name either. It doesn't matter. Um, Amanda Waller. Waller, yeah. Bam, got it right before you, Velvet Santa. Thank you though. Um, so Amanda Waller is like, hey. Uh, you know, the old Shazam is back. Uh, The myth and legends are true. We need to shut it down now. And they send the justice society and their first point of action when they arrive in this country and they see black Adam saving the people, rescuing them from being killed and taking out the mercenaries is what if we punch this guy in the face? That's the first thing they do. And they the, they talk the whole time. They go, we're going to negotiate a truce, negotiate his surrender. We're going to bring him in and, and contain him before he becomes a problem. Of but, course. But what they do instead is decide that they're just going to fight him and attack him. And at no point do they stop and think, well, what if we just talk to the guy? And there's actually a perfect moment when they're fighting and things have kind of stopped and Black Adam's sitting still and he's just thinking and then Hawkman's like I'm going to ruin this right now and hits him in the face and that's Unfortunately, the majority of your movie is in fighting with Black Adam and the Justice Society. At the very end of the movie, you get what is the true villain of the film or whatever. But in reality, the long-running... Sounds like the true villain of the film The was long-running Hawkman villain, villain of the film is the Justice Society, especially, particularly, Hawkman. Hawkman absolutely sucks. And I hate DC for this because Hawkman's one of my favorite DC heroes. Um, but... Regardless of that, being the dumb portions of the movie, it is a lot of fun. The action is pretty good. Black Adam is cool. And he he doesn't care if he kills bad guys. And every time he's like, Alright, I won't kill the bad guy, he kills the bad guy. You know? And it's like it's good the way they do it. And then there there's like a story and plot twist and all that stuff. And the way that they make him an anti-hero or a um a, a, a pitiable character despite the fact that he has unlimited god power uh, and things like that they 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 make it work in his character despite being dragged down by the the shitty version of justice society and and the you know, the the kid that he's having to deal with and his mom who only cares about the kid and, and you know, all of the cliché, dumbass movie stuff that this could have gotten away from very easily and does at times, but gets dragged back onto it. Despite all that, it's a lot of fun. I really liked it. Um, and there is, there's a small scene at the end. It's already been spoiled. Um, so if you don't want it, put on earmuffs for 10 seconds and three, two, one... Superman shows up at the end. Black Adam's like, let's do it. Um, there you go. So, because Amanda Waller threatens him with it, he goes, bring it, and then it shows up, and that's how it ends. turns out that scene was filmed like two or three months ago or like a month ago or oh, something like that. Just as
1: a secret stinger.
0: Yeah, and then the uh, that actor uh, said something on Twitter uh, to make it official. Is like oh. Kevin Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I'm back. So Okay, there you go. There you go. Um, unfortunately, there was not things that I wanted out of this movie like my Stone Cold as Lobo idea, that. it would have been perfect. Happen. I need to tweet that to The Rock or something and make it happen. Uh, Velvet Santa asks if it's pants worthy. Yes, as long as the audio is better than the theater that I watched it in because there were portions of the audio. I don't know if it's the movie itself or if it's the theater I watched it in because the trailers were good and the second half of the movie got the audio fixed but the first half was really echoey and crappy and dumb probably my local amc because that happens from time to time uh but other than that yeah i mean uh, seeing the rock do his thing on on the big screen in this movie is enjoyable and it's worth going to the theater i think and, and seeing that all right
1: on well, speaking of the theaters, it is time for the box office roundup. We got to finish up this show and get on with it. Uh, we're going to give you the box office top ten for the weekend of October twenty second through twenty third, twenty twenty two, and yeah, we're going to give you the number ten. Start with number ten, work our way up to number one because these are the numbers that determine new movies sequels all that kind of stuff what makes a flop yada 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 you've heard the spiel so uh jake's been doing these i'm gonna turn it back over to jake for top 10 now he just got a little swig of water mm-hmm. and uh go for it man number 10 yeah coming in at number 10 in its third week of release despite the fact
0: that i've never heard of it triangle of sadness a cruise for the super-rich sinks, thus leaving survivors, including a fashion model celebrity couple trapped on an island. So, uh, weird Gilligan's, I guess. Uh, it brought in 601000 this week, which is up 80% uh, in its 280 theaters it resides in, uh, bringing its grand total to $1.420 Uh So how about that? Dropping down to number nine in only its Oof. third week of release from Disney. Mm-hmm. Um Amsterdam, uh, bringing in only 824,000 for its domestic total of just shy of 14 million.
1: The sad part about this movie not doing well, I mean, I haven't seen it yet, so I haven't been able to review it, is this is only proving to Disney that movies that aren't. Marvel Comics, DC Comics, horror slashers, blah, blah, blah. Those those are the only ones that are going to make money. Hmm. And, um, I mean, as we get through the top ten, you'll see uh, what's making money and what's not. This one's not. It's not doing good.
0: Yeah, I think its advertising campaign could have been a lot better, but uh, that's neither here nor there at the moment. Uh, coming in at number eight, Don't Worry, Darling. In its fifth week, Uh in 867,000. That is a movie you've seen, uh, reviewed on the show. Its domestic total is at $44.2 million. Not bad for Not that bad. movie. Not so. bad. Uh, I guess the hype is helping it out, or was, um, starting to wear off now. And then in its third week, uh, a movie that I... (laughs) It's just blowing up the internet. ...keep getting asked to go to. uh, It's not playing here, is it? Yes. There's a single 9.30 showing at our local Malco Theater. Uh, Oh, okay. They show it once a day at 9.30 p.m. That's the only showing in all of Northwest Arkansas.
1: Terrifier two, yeah.
0: Terrifier two, the movie that makes people throw up and they gag and they they can't stand to look at it and they run out of the theater screaming, crying, puke on themselves. They can't handle it. It's Gotta so sign scary. A yeah, there are
1: paramedics standing outside the theater mm-hmm. yeah, blood feast style it brought in a one and
0: three quarter million dollars this weekend for a domestic total of five million dollars doing good <laughs> yeah not bad for what it is uh, and then at number six right above it in its sixth week of release the Woman King brought in 1.87 million this weekend uh, bringing its domestic total to 62.8 million total not so bad I imagine that's probably somewhere in the profit range for it. Uh, Number five, Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile. In its third week, kids movie, not doing too bad for something I've never heard of or saw anything about except for once. Uh, Four and a quarter million dollars, bringing its domestic total up to 28.76. And then in the number four spot, dropping from number one, uh, Down to four. In its second week of release, eight million dollars brought in by Halloween. In huge,
1: an eighty percent drop. That's really big.
0: But this is a movie that has its advertising is really pushing you to watch it on streaming. Yes. Yeah, they are universal really wants you to watch it on Peacock instead of going to the movie theater for this one. Of course they do cuz then they don't have to give any money away. <laughs> so, uh with the uh the push to watch it on Peacock, I'd be interested to see what its viewership is there and where it spikes coming up this week since we oh, have yeah. Halloween uh one week from yesterday. Uh so bringing in 8 million brings it its domestic total at the theater up to 54.17. Uh and then number 3 uh out for four weeks now. Smile, uh, just shy of $8.5 million at the theater this past week, bringing its domestic total to $84.43 million dollars. Damn, people like jump scares.
1: Yes, they do. What is up with that? Uh, yep, they, it's it's the king now, is dumbass jump scares. I just
0: realized that Top Gun's not in the top 10. Yeah, this is number, dropped to 15. Dang. But yeah, uh, smile out there with all of the dollars uh, making that happen. And then coming in in its first week, uh, the new George Clooney and Julia Roberts movie, Ticket to Ride. Um, Paradise. Paradise oh Ticket to Paradise sorry I was thinking of the board game Ticket to Ride Uh, brought in sixteen and a half million dollars uh Quite a bit of money for a movie that I've seen. Literally oh, no looks, trailers or anything.
1: I, for. I've seen them, and it looks it looks terribly I mean, really you just droll. Put Clooney's name on
0: it, and I'm sure people get like, "When's the last time I saw Clooney in something?" I don't know, but I like it. Him. Looks so dull. It looks yeah, so dull. It has to be very white people stuff. Uh, and then coming in at number one, far from being anything but white people, uh, <laughs> Black Adam, in its opening week bringing in 67 million dollars uh which actually i read is a uh record for rock as the leading man film so there you go uh its international total is over three quarters of a billion dollars already
1: Yeah, 147 millions it's done pretty no, well not three quarters of a billion
0: no far from it it's at yeah. 75 million million dollars. yeah so, so
1: 147 worldwide doing doing good doing real good yeah Um, all right well there we go guys uh that's our show i gotta skedaddle because i got folks waiting on me down at pinpoint uh nightmare on block street going on we're about to get started with the halloween amateur fosco pinball tournament the spooky tournament all the games right now are halloween games which is kind of fun um we're gonna have uh all the ovira games just for a few more days so you better get in there and play him, Jay. No, no, I need to
0: make it down there tomorrow or Thursday.
1: But uh – yeah, Furious Policy. Thanks for the special edition. You're welcome, man. Thanks for tuning in. I know this isn't our normal time, but I'm glad some of you guys caught us while we were up here and yeah, we weren't just appreciate doing
0: that being with us on our not normal day
1: doing the show. Just uh, normal. Uh, is there a Monday show next week? That is a really good question because Monday is Halloween.
0: Yeah, we've been t- we talked about it a little bit. We need we off camera. We need to figure that. Yeah, out. we got
1: to figure out what that's going to look like. And uh, I mean, it, it could maybe be a Sunday show. Because Monday is going to be really hard for me. Um, But we will see. Uh, We're going to talk about that. We'll put it up in the Discord. Another reason to uh, check out the Discord. You can find out all that fun stuff about what we're talking about, what we're planning, what things are going on behind the scenes in Drive In Speaker Rocks World. And with that, um, but honestly, yeah, a week off, but it's a Halloween. Everybody loves the Halloween, but I feel like no one would be watching us anyway because it's Halloween night. Why would you wa- Why would you watch the drive-in speaker box on Halloween night? Like, wh- And why would we be sitting up here by ourselves on Halloween night? Come on, come on, come on! Uh, but yeah, we'll talk about it. Uh, thanks for tuning in, like, subscribe, share, whatever, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, all that fun stuff, or just download the audio podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and uh, yeah, as always, I am the Boom Operator. I am the Grip. And uh, we'll see you next week, So, or at some, we'll see you, we'll see you sometime, right? As yeah. you leave the theater, folks, please be careful. Don't let this happen to your car. Be sure to remove the speaker before you leave. If you should accidentally pull a speaker loose, please turn it in at our snack bar or box office. Thank you.